Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. In this episode, we're going to be looking at the subject of emotions. A lot of it will be from the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs has a lot of great stuff about emotions. There's nothing inherently wrong with emotions. You know, God created us with emotions, and they can add a richness to our lives. But we need to remember that we need to control our emotions. We must not let our emotions control us. I'd like to start with Proverbs 25, verse 28. It says, He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. In the lands and times of the Bible, cities had walls around them. And without walls, an enemy's army could easily come in and take over the city. And Someone who doesn't rule their spirit, who doesn't control their mind or their emotions, they're like a city that's broken down and without walls. And remember, we have an enemy in the spiritual realm, the devil. And so ruling our spirit is very important. So we don't let the devil control our lives. We want to train ourselves to rule our spirit. Consider Proverbs 16, verse 32. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. And he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh the city. If you rule your spirit and you're slow to anger, you're better than a very strong person, one who takes a city. And we can see from this the greatness that's available to us simply by ruling our spirit, by controlling our emotions and our temper in our thinking you know if we get good at ruling our spirit then even when we're in bad circumstances and there's people saying mean things to us we don't have to be controlled by that stuff We can rule our spirit and keep our minds on God's word. You know, instead of letting bad stuff get under our skin. And a lot of it comes down to controlling our thinking and what we choose to think about. Consider Philippians chapter 4. In verse 8 it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, 
Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. See, instead of thinking about the things that make you angry, you can think about the good things that this verse talks about. And God's word itself meets the requirements of this verse. God's word is true, just, pure. And we can think God's word. We can recite Bible verses to ourselves all day long. See, we can choose to control our thinking and think good things and have the good results of that instead of letting bad thoughts just control our lives. Proverbs 29, in verse 22, An angry man stirreth up strife, and a furious man aboundeth in transgression. See, a person who's angry, they start fights, and they sin a lot. They abound in sin. So we need to control ourselves and not let anger run us. Now, there are times where it can be right and proper for us to have some anger. Consider Ephesians chapter 4. In verse 26, it says, Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. So it can be okay for us to have anger at times. But we need to make sure that we don't sin when we're angry and that we don't hold on to that anger for a long time, that we don't let the sun set on it and stay angry for, for days. And there are ways to get rid of anger instead of holding on to it, you know, holding it inside of us and letting it grow and grow. If we think that someone did something wrong to us, you know, we can talk to them about it. And we can talk to God about it. And we can forgive. So there's ways that we can get rid of anger. I also wanted to look at Romans chapter 12. In Romans 12, verse 19, it says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, speaking of the wrath to come, when God will unleash his wrath fully on this earth after Jesus Christ comes back. It says here at the end of the verse, For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. 
so that's another thing when maybe people do wrong things to us and make us angry. A great thing that can help us to get rid of that anger is to remember that God is going to get revenge for us in the future. There's a day coming of God's wrath where God will bring justice. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6, it says, Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. So we don't need to get our own revenge now. God's going to take care of that in the future. You know, so we can just let go of anger and just love people. James chapter 1. In verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. See, our our being angry is not going to bring about God's justice, God's righteousness. There's a time in the future when God's going to bring justice. So we don't need to stay angry. We should be slow to anger. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 9 says Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Consider also Proverbs chapter 14 Verse 17 says, He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly, and a man of wicked devices is hated. And then down in verse 29 of this same chapter, it says, He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. See, someone who is hasty, is is quick to get angry. They exalt folly. They cause situations to escalate and explode. But look at Proverbs 15, verse 18. It says, A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. See, if we get angry fast, we cause things to explode. But by being slow to anger, we appease strife. We calm things down. We end fights. So there's a great importance in being slow to anger rather than being fast to get angry. See, because if we get angry quickly, 
then we exalt sin and cause bad situations to get worse quickly. But if we're slow to get angry, we calm down bad situations and stop them from getting worse. Consider Proverbs 17, verse 14. It says, The beginning of strife is as when one letteth out water. Therefore leave off contention before it be meddled with. So it's like when a little bit of strife or arguing or fighting starts to show up. It's like when there's a little leak in a dam and you want to patch it up before it gets out of proportion and the whole dam collapses. So when strife starts, just step away from it before it explodes. Don't engage in it. Just step away from it before it turns into a big fight. And a great key is to control the words that we speak. Let's look back at Proverbs 15, where we were earlier. In Proverbs 15, verse 1, it says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. See, so if we speak words that are harsh and cutting, then we make people angry and we make situations worse. But by a soft, gentle, sweet answer, we can turn away wrath. We can stop anger and put it into it. So the words we speak are very important. And lastly, I'd like to consider Proverbs 17, verse 1. Proverbs 17, verse 1 says, Better is a dry morsel in quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. See, it's better to have just a little bit of food and peace than to have, you know, prime rib and, and filet mignon and there to be fighting. You know, it's better to not be very rich and to have peace than to have a lot of stuff but have a lot of fighting amongst ourselves. So it's great to have peace instead of strife in our own hearts and amongst each other. And we see from these verses how we can have peace. We've seen the importance of controlling our emotions and being slow to anger. And we've looked at some ways about how we can deal with anger so that it doesn't eat us up. And so let's 
work on ruling our spirit and then seeing the great benefits that that produces for us. <laughs>